1: Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. Oof, we are doing a Friday show. We're having fun and we're ready to break down this upcoming series. I'm Susie Hunter. I've got Spencer Smith here with me, back. co-hosting.
2: I just like the Rockies.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, and also, this is a Sagittarius show, which is very exciting for us.
2: It's uh, it's a lot, but we aim to please.
1: I also aim to be a lot.
2: Yes. Like you do a good job of that. In
1: all scenarios. Do I? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. No one's <laughs> no, ever I told me that. that. I didn't say no that. No one's ever told me that before. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got a stacked show for you today. We have We're going to get through some Rockies news. We have a debut today. We are going to see John Gray pitch against the Rockies for the first time this weekend. So we're going to talk about that. I've got baseball headlines that I want you to know. Do I have four of them? I have four of them. Okay. Uh, Coco Montez is going to join the show, too. Tearing it up in Albuquerque right now. And uh, did I mention we're going to preview this series? We're going to preview the series. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready, too. Let's do it. Let's start off. Let's start off with Carl Kaufman. How much do you know about Carl Kaufman?
2: I know he's a Michigan Wolverine. big Detroit Lions fan this is just from scouring his very (laughs) uh desolate but interesting Twitter It's a
1: sparse Twitter
2: (laughs) um but that is all I know I know his uh his ERA I checked that not uh something that you really want to display but you know I what's interesting about guys making their MLB debuts is we've seen guys not play well in AAA and play well in the majors and vice versa so Mm -hmm. there's no there is a there's not a direct core or there is a direct correlation, but each guy is so different that you just never know.
1: You really never know. Yeah. Um, Kaufman had a really good spring training, but yeah, since, um, uh, so he's been in Albuquerque all season, uh, 7.78 ERA. Um, so th- over 37 innings pitched 32 earned runs. That's, it's kind of rough. I mean, we know the PCL is a really tough pitchers league. You don't like those numbers, but at the same time, baseball's so crazy. Loki made up super fake
2: (laughs) and the Rockies are in a little bit of a groove offensively um and so that's like let's get back to that like 2013 Rockies baseball where Mm. it's like hey let's just win every game eight to seven I'm with it
1: (laughs) I mean a win's a win Uh, yeah
2: exactly so you know go down five nothing in the first three innings four innings the other day and then all of a sudden you win 12 to five no big deal yeah wasn't even worried
1: um, side note, I saw online that apparently the Rockies are the only team in baseball this season to not have lost a game when leading after seven. Wow. Which shocks me. Bullpen
2: is sick.
1: Bullpen is, is so, so good. Right? You got to knock on wood when you talk about the bullpen. So
2: Oh,
1: well. Because if you talk about the bullpen and you don't knock on wood,
2: when is the shit last time? Down. When is the last time we looked at the Rockies and s- with a serious face and not Homer Glasses tried to say that the bullpen is really good? Is it 2019? Maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we had some good moments last year until we lost Tyler Kinley.
2: Very true. You know. Yeah, and and there's guys that ideally in the next couple of years will be added onto this bullpen. Now, of course, mm-hmm. certain guys could be gone, Suter, etc. But overall, like I. I used to, so this is a little side note. I used to bet, I used to wait for Rockies games mm-hmm. to get, I used to wait for the Rockies to get ahead. And if they were ahead in the fifth and sixth and seventh inning, I would massively hammer the other team because I knew the bullpen was that bad mm-hmm. that they were just going to to give the lead up. And now mm-hmm. it's like, let's get, you know, with our starting pitching situation, which is an absolute disaster. Yeah. From an injury standpoint, I mean, the guys that are in there are, you know it's not like they're giving up 10 to 12 runs every game but the fact that you can get to the fi- if we get to the 5th mm-hmm. 3 to 4 runs i feel really good about where they're at game yeah. to game
1: yeah i mean the thing about the rotation too the rockies in a span of 3 weeks lost Five starters, an entire rotation worth of starters. That's oh yeah, unreal.
2: Yeah, it's not even. It's not even like, hey, these guys are supposed to be good and they're just bad. It's like they're not even. They're non-existent. They they're having Tommy exist. John surgery. <laughs> they're. You know, they're they're getting hurt.
1: You get a Tommy John, yeah. and you get a Tommy John. E- exactly. It's a and, mess.
2: and we get Senza back for three innings, and then he's gone again. It's just like.
1: Yeah. we got You know, we got two starts out of oh, him. Oh, that's right. That's you right. Know. Second
2: start. It we, was,
1: yeah, Marquez, when he came back, then we got like three innings, if even, out of him in Cleveland. Yeah. That, was, that was a tough scene.
2: Not, yeah. That just, was a tough scene. It, the frustrating part about those injuries, too, is it's like a lot of sports injuries, you're like, all right, cool, next year. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I mean, Tommy John can be a next year thing, but it's already like, all right, this is definitely bleeding into next season. Maybe the all of next season. Mm -hmm. We'll see you in 2025. It's like, oh, I hate that.
1: I know. Marquez still breaks my heart. Yeah, he was still breaks my heart so much. Just
2: having a major league like Mm -hmm. potential ace on the roster that every five days you're like, ah. You know, sometimes you go to the game to see a pitcher and he was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's like Kyle Freeland's one of those guys for me. Mm-hmm. Marquez was the other other guy and now it's like, uh, you know, like you go for the Rockies, but sometimes it's like, all right, cool, we get to see yeah. Kershaw and Marquez. That's mm-hmm. like a selling point. Yeah. And now it's like Hold on until the bullpen gets in, yeah. please.
1: Although I feel like, for me at least, this season, like whenever it was like a Ryan Feltner start, I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be good. Like he like really got it together this season.
2: He was great in Philly, right?
1: Oh my gosh, he was great in Philly. Great in Cleveland. Or Cleveland. He was great in Cleveland, because that's his that's his hometown.
2: Oh okay. Yeah. He had to show out for the fans. He did. Probably but- spent a lot on tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was like on playing for free. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I got so many people here. Um, uh, the other thing, so like his whole like personality, his whole pitching personality is like, no, I'm from Ohio. Like I've pitched in bad weather, so of course he was gonna do well in Ohio. Oh yeah,
2: home yeah. home games are they can be a distraction, but sounds like not for him.
1: He he crushed it. So I'm I'm I hate that he uh, is so injured right now. Brutal.
2: Yeah, I don't even like. I can't even keep track of who's like Freeland's good other than that, like as far as health-wise. Yes. And it's just like, oh, you get a start, and you get a start. Honestly, knock you get on knock on wood
1: right now. We're very superstitious today yes. on this rainy Friday. Let's get back to Kaufman though. Um uh, Kaufman, I didn't even realize this until uh earlier today. Uh last season he led Rockies minor leaguers. In games started and in innings pitched. So he started 28 games between double A AA and triple A, 141 and two-thirds innings between those two. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So hopefully that's a that's a good sign. Hopefully he can just give us some innings, you yeah, know? Yeah,
2: exactly. Just go out there and, and give us some innings. Get us to get us to the suitor uh J Law combo.
1: Yes. It's a good combo. It is what an underrated com- combo those two guys are
2: j still my guy. I love him so much. Also a Sagittarius. I'm, oh, okay. Yes. Really? Yeah,
1: he's a November Sag.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I can't tell you everyone's birthdays, but I can tell you everyone's signs.
2: Okay. <laughs> the special talents of Susie Hunter. The
1: special talents. I'm like, I know the general area of when your birthday is.
2: Yeah. Uh, for yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got <laughs> you. Um, I got a you a month. I got that. But then some of them overlap. So that's got to be a disaster for you, though.
1: But you know, no, I just have like an internal clock of it. You know, okay. I just know. You just know. I just know. I just know. Another thing about Carl uh, Kaufman that I think is pretty cool. So as a kid, he played flag football with current Broncos wide receiver K.J. Hamler.
2: Wow. So, so they, where did they grow up? Where, Michigan. Michi- oh, he grew up in Michigan. Hills, Michigan,
1: okay. Michigan I, I believe. Yeah. So he
2: grew up Michigan kid, went to went to Big Blue, mm-hmm. and now he's a Rocky. What a
1: stereotype.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, a, just a good old Michigan kid.
1: Just a good old Michigan kid. Uh, Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to see him Friday night making his first start down in Texas. Also who we'll get to see in Texas, John Gray. It'll be his first time pitching against the Rockies because he was injured for pretty much all of last season, a lot of last season. But John Gray will be facing his old team for the first time.
2: Oh man, I love John Gray. Mm -hmm. I, John John Gray was drafted, when he was drafted, they had a College World Series game on like two days later where he Mm -hmm. pitched for Oklahoma. And it's cool to see, like that's one of the things like I normally hate when you draft somebody that's like five years away from pitching or four, Mm -hmm. or, and there's a couple of sports where it's like that. You're like, okay, you draft this guy, he's not gonna play right away. NFL is basically the only sport where it's like, all right, this guy is drafted. He's going to play right away. We expect him to be good. But it's cool when you can watch them pitch or play for a team that's not your team, but know that mm-hmm. they're going to be there at some point. Yeah. Like watching Kale McCarr in college, and then he came right to the avalanche in the playoffs. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And John Gray was my guy. Um, I, funny, I believe in the season open, the home opener this year, mm-hmm. they faced, the Rockies faced Josiah Gray. Yeah, and I saw Jay Gray, oh my gosh. <laughs> and and I was like, wait a minute, like I don't, you know, like outside of the Rockies, I follow baseball and and a lot more, like September October wise, but I was like, are they facing John Gray? And then of course, mm-hmm. John Gray is white. Josiah is not white, so I yes. was like, I looked on the mound and I was like, that's not John Gray. It's a different Gray. And that's when Jane I figured Gray. out that yeah. it wasn't Josiah Gray. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, that shows how much I know.
1: I gotta say, the comments are kind of popping for John Gray right now. I'm a, a Zach and Robert mentioned this Gray. If you're watching, because of course he's watching. Why wouldn't he be? Um, uh, you played great for us, and the Rockies nation is rooting for you. John Gray's, like, such a good dude, too. And then Zach uh, chimed in. Gray, if you're watching, really wanted Chris Bryant in that draft. He was Rookie of the Year and MVP. But you were also good. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, The Rockies, I guess, were expecting to draft Chris Bryant. And whoever was before him, ah, who knows? (laughs) The Cubs? (laughs) But, um, yeah, Uh, someone snagged Chris Bryant right before they got – right before it was the Rockies' turn, so –
2: well, John Gray wasn't, like, a bad... Oh, no, uh, like, yeah, not The Rockies at all. have had way worse picks.
1: But, like, that's also, I think, part of the reason why um, uh, the Rockies wanted to spend so much money on Chris Bryant. Because, like, that was, like, the, their white whale. It was Dick's white whale. Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the interesting sentence yes. in, in general.
1: Yeah. A little Moby Dick reference. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, I've read books before.
2: I don't, actually.
1: <laughs> I have read a book in my lifetime. But also, oh, what's the other thing I wanted to, um, oh, yeah, Zach wanted to know um, what was the reason he didn't come back. Um, He elected free agency. So, yeah, he was a free agent. Rockies could have traded him.
2: Yeah, I think. Could
1: have done something with him. They
2: could have signed him. They could have signed him. I I was actually really salty when they didn't. And I'm I'm sure they're regretting, you know, you can never plan for injuries, but I'm Mm -hmm. sure the Rockies are regretting letting any major league level starter go the last two years, especially this season.
1: Yeah. Um, although they did. I mean, they DFA'd Jose Urania right before we lost four other starters.
2: <laughs> we, we, we are in such a bad spot. We need him back.
1: No, I think no, no, never he's, come back. Okay.
2: Well, we'll <laughs> hopefully Carl double K. Carl is our guy.
1: So many. Yeah. He's got so many double letters in his name. I, Kaufman's got two F's and two N's. It's too many vowel or too yeah. many consonants. It's too much, it's too much. Yeah,
2: the the K- Carl K just threw me for a little bit of loop.
1: Um, yeah, it's a it's a little much. It's a little much. Um, uh, Zach also said I think I need Tommy John from trying to copy J Lost Sweeper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's a special pitch. What it, do you? How do you feel about the Sweeper? Oh, uh, have it's, we talked about the Sweeper? We
2: have a little bit. It's it's honestly one of my favorite pitches of all time. Like I, Ottavino was the OG Rockies mm-hmm. Sweeper. Now you got J-Law coming in here. When I was in high school, I pitched and I didn't, I couldn't throw hard enough overhand to be relevant. Mm -hmm. And so I started throwing sidearm when I was like 15 years old. And I, I like, I'm pretty sure it's just because of the angle, Mm -hmm. but I could, I could throw a, you know, a diet J-Law sweeper because I was, and, and nobody like back, this is, you know, 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew like what sidearm was, and I originally got the idea from Byung Young Kim, mm-hmm. and then I switched more to a Brian Fuentes level where it's not like straight un, you know, like I wasn't You've throwing mentioned this before underneath. On the show. Yeah, yeah. So I've got the, I had the sidearm. I was like, how do, I, how can I stay relevant? My fastball moved. To the right, my slider moved to the left. That's mm-hmm. I was a two-pitch pitcher, bullpen guy, but I was relevant that way because I couldn't throw hard enough overhand.
1: Listen, aren't we all just trying to do what we can to stay relevant? <laughs> yes. Aren't we <laughs> all just day. doing whatever we can?
2: Every single day. Um,
1: but listen, you know, it's always relevant, the DNVR bar, and being a diehard here at DNVR. Um, uh, these Nuggets watch parties have been insane.
2: Best place in Denver to watch Oh, my games. gosh.
1: And, like, it's going to be even better tomorrow when – the Nuggets are on the road, and this is like the number one place to watch a game if you're not at ball.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And from yesterday, I heard this from RK. We have a guy in from Serbia who went to the game when Tuesday. Yeah. Came here Thursday, and said it was better here than at the game. I'm just quoting him.
1: I, I was at the game both that. nights,
2: and <laughs> I so I can't. I've been here plenty, but mm-hmm. it, it's just it is the best atmosphere to watch a game, because half the bars you go to, there's people that, you know, there's TVs or there's angle Like, every TV here is on the Nuggets game. Mm -hmm. We have the big screen where everybody watches. We have the game sound on. We flip to music during commercials. Mm -hmm. Peak watching.
1: Peak watching. Um, And also, if you're a diehard, if you come in to watch a game, you're getting... uh, Fifteen percent off of your tab, uh, which is absolutely incredible. That's a crazy deal. Um, you're getting twenty percent off of everything from dnvrlocker.com, Um and you're getting twenty percent off for uh, the Rockies takeover, which is coming up on June tenth. I'm so June excited. June
2: tenth, Saturday day game. Saturday Let's. Saturday
1: day game. Bingo. This is like I think this is the first uh, Rockies weekend day game that we'll see this season which I think is perfect. Oh, it's great. Oh, It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so much fun. Amazing. It's my day off too, so I'll be on the bus. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> we got bus bus plus Breck
1: Bus plus Breck equals a good time. But we had such a good turnout last time. Get your tickets now. We did sell out. We technically more than sold out. Yes, yes, we did. It
2: was it was a treat getting tickets at the door for such us.
1: Such a treat. <laughs> uh, but yeah, head to thednvr.com and get that diehard membership ready for yourself right now. Um, you know what I love? I, I don't have a transition for this. Uh, Shady Rays. I'm such a Shady Rays girly. I love my Shady Rays. I have not lost them. I know they are in my bag. I'm not going to search for them on camera because it just jinxed myself. But listen, um, they have the absolute best sunglasses and maybe the best deal in terms of lost and broken replacement. If you lose them, if you break them, no questions asked, asked, you can get a replacement pair. They are Shady Rays. They're an independent sunglass company. They've got a world-class product. They are just as good as any designer pair you've ever worn. Uh, and they're durable. They, uh, they're so... Uh, they're a vibe. We got some shady rays on the set right here.
2: They are. I They're was wearing fun. mine golfing yesterday. It's
1: They're incredible. And functional. Yeah,
2: I mean, shady rays. Obviously, you're using the code DNVR, but like their deals in general, I'm like, can I? Yeah. Make, how do you make money off of this? Like, <laughs> how you're are basically they giving money? free sunglasses away. But no, they are incredible, and they have so many different options. Like, mm-hmm. we got to pick our, you know, the option that we wanted, and I was like, it's almost harder when it's, you know, when we're getting it to like promote. I'm like what do I choose here? I have so many options.
1: (laughs) I know, there's so many options. But yeah, um, the great thing about having all those options, um, if you use promo code DNVR, you are getting 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can buy them online or you can even head to the Park Meadows Mall if you are the kind of person that needs to try stuff on if you're not playing it fast and loose with ordering sunglasses online. But even if you do and they come in and you don't like them, you can return them, you can swap them out within 30 days. But listen, try for yourself, the shades rated five stars by more than 200,000 people. That is a lot of people rocking Shady Rays out there.
2: I've just um, succumbed to the fact that no sunglasses fit me right, because I have like kind of a pinhead. (laughs) And so I just know that like, that's just my thing. And I I just know I'm gonna put them on and it's gonna be like, ah yeah, this is what I get. (laughs) It's it's a weird scenario. Like I don't know to put him on top of my hat, underneath my hat. You know, I just don't know. And I, I, I I wear a hat most days. You like, do,
1: you do. Ironically, I,
2: you've missed out. I've had a man bun the last two days at work. Oh no my hat. gosh, no hat. But back to the hat today. That
1: is a that is a vibe. You know what else is a vibe? I know it's your vibe. Pins and Aces. Yes it is. You are our Pins and Aces guy. You brought Pins and Aces into our life. I did. You really did. And
2: now everybody loves Pins and Aces. Now
1: everyone's so obsessed with Pins and Aces. They're the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We obviously love our Pins and Aces. Spencer's got the sickest polos I've ever seen. It's pretty impressive. But they are family owned. They are a golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado. Uh, And they got polos, hats, golf bags. Uh, the beer sleeve, which is incredible, and the liquor stick, also incredible. Just remarkable inventions. Oh yeah,
2: they they really knocked it out of park out of the park with both of those inventions. Ah,
1: it's a baseball reference. Yes, you like that. <laughs>
2: and uh, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this. So sneak peek for everyone listening, watching. Ooh. We have a DNVR branded golf polo exclusive that will be coming out, may or may not be coming sometime next week. Oh and may gosh. or may not only have a hundred of them. So, and once they're gone, they're gone.
1: Wait, this is huge! Yeah, I cannot they, believe we're like breaking news. Yeah, we're the breaking show. news.
2: So, if you're listening, check the website, check the socials. Next week, it is going to be a. They are. D line did a great job. Of I I did help he did. in the designing a little bit. I'm not going to toot my own horn. Oh, but,
1: okay. But D line let you help.
2: Uh, yeah. It was kind of a yeah. It was kind of like a, a <laughs> <He> crea- never, <laughs> It was a creative brainstorming <laughs> he session.
1: Like when like I give him T-shirt ideas, he's just like, no.
2: <laughs> no, he's like, I got this. No. But it was just a, more of a creative, uh, creative melding brainstorming situation, but they are fire. I'm gonna Oh my gosh,
1: this is insane. Uh, can't wait to check this out. Uh, but yeah, check out pinsandaces.com, use code DNVR. You're gonna get 15% off of your first order and get free shipping. That's at pinsandaces.com. And keep an eye out for a polo drop. That is so exciting.
2: Yeah, and we're gonna start doing a lot more with them in terms of like our branded stuff, yeah. Collabs with them, it's gonna be incredible. This is
1: awesome. Absolutely incredible. This is awesome. All right, let's like clear the notebook with the Rockies news that we wanted to get through. Um, Sports Illustrated uh, dropped a um, a story on Daniel Bard, a profile on his um, his mental health struggle. Um, you know, his past one and then the one that um, he had at the start of this season as part of their, um, they're doing a a daily series on mental health, which I think is amazing because it's May is Mental Health Awareness Month. But like it went into some really wild stuff that I didn't even realize. Like he was seeing hypnotists when he was going through the yips that first time. It was just, it's it's kind of wild the things that he went through. And uh, mentioned too that it was, tough for him to see a therapist because he didn't want to verbalize that he was going through this. He didn't even want to acknowledge it. He didn't want to say it out loud or it'd be real. So I'm just like, wow. The journey that Daniel Bard has been on is pretty wild, uh, but I love to see that he has been so open about it.
2: Yeah, it it uh, as we've seen in where you know the world nowadays, like people don't need to hide that stuff anymore, and it's mm-hmm. a lot better when you talk about it. Yeah, you just have to find the right people to talk to about it. Um, but I'm sure, yeah. you know, being a professional athlete in general, there there's a lot of like from a fan's perspective, they just think they're robots. They think they go out and do this sport and mm-hmm. they're addicted to it. And then it's quote unquote easy for them. And it's what they're like made to do. But in reality, a lot of these dudes like deal with, you know, you, it's like if you go in every day and like if you don't do a good job day to day, you're you're you could quickly be cut and lose your entire paycheck and yeah. lose your career. You know, like if. It's for us, like, if for me, if we had, like, a bad show, you're like, oh, am I going to have another show tomorrow? Exactly. Or am I, am I going to be done? Am I going to be DFA'd, you know? Like, yeah. there's, these these athletes are under an insane amount of stress, and I can't, like, I can't even imagine. I was stressed in high school playing baseball, <laughs> it didn't matter.
1: I'm stressed in, like, the most zero-pressure situation, so I can't even imagine. If you're going through something and you have to, and you have that pressure on you my gosh. But, yeah, um, Sports Illustrated just dropped that. It's a really cool article. Um, Rooting for Daniel Bard, you know? Rooting for him.
2: Well, and that's another guy that, you know, once we get past the – if you're looking at it from just a baseball perspective, Mm -hmm. his bullpen's already good, Yeah, and then you add him in it. It's Mm -hmm. like, all right, now we got, like, five legitimate dudes that you're, like, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. You can get through four – or, you know, with Suter being a lefty and, like, Maybe one matchup here, or there, mm-hmm. where he comes in, but like the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, adding Bard, you have options. So it's not like sense. oh, we we have to all uh, the starters, mm-hmm. you know, bring a guy up to start tonight. But once you get to the bullpen, you're it's like found money with Daniel Bard. Yeah. You know, you're like you, we know he's on the team. We know he absolutely balled out last year.
0: He really still did. throws
2: a hundred miles an hour. Maybe he's taking that down just a hair, but like it's it's found money with Daniel Bard.
1: Yes. Ugh rooting for him. Uh, Speaking of Daniel Bard, do you want to get into some baseball headlines? Let's do it. I got four baseball headlines you need to know. Uh, Jose Altuve is returning to the Astros tonight after Daniel Bard broke his thumb in the WBC, which was the beginning of the spiral that was his mental health struggle this season. But yeah, Jose Altuve finally coming back from that.
2: I just don't like the Astros and don't like Neither do I. (laughs) I, Altuve's cool because he's a guy that kind of defies all odds based on how his size and so small and, like and based on when bird. he start yeah when he started <laughs> like in the MLB and I I do overall I I'm I'm kind of a Jose Altuve you I wouldn't call him a, myself a fan but I appreciate you are what he appreciator. does yeah okay, I'm, okay. A, I'm a Jose Altuve appreciator let's call it that
1: um, Jose Altuve is definitely one of those guys where it's like, he was so fun and such an electric player. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is something special. Obviously he's so talented. But then after the 2017 World Series situation, I'm just like, oh, I hate this guy now.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hate all of these guys. Ast- I mean, Astros are kind of like smug too, I guess. I don't know. They I- are.
1: I mean, also you've got to remember the team I grew up watching just lost a World Series to the Astros. So... They're on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal.
2: And, oh, yeah. If you get personal issues, you are in trouble.
1: It's it's all over. Oh, my. You know what? I realized um, uh, we got to come back to something that you uh, brought up to us. We'll have to do it towards the end of the show. But anyway, let's continue these um, uh, baseball headlines. Manny Machado fractured his hand.
2: You just hate to see it.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, but manager Bob Melvin is saying that an stit isn't. Necessarily going to happen for now? How do you not go on the IL if you have a broken hand?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the one thing I've always wondered is like if, let's say Kyle. Oh no 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 no. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> no. You use no, another team as no, an example. No. <laughs> okay, let's say X pitcher breaks their left hand yeah. and they're right-handed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Can they like? W- Theoretically, theoretically, yeah, you should still be able to go out there and play. Yeah, but a guy that um, hits, and you hold, you and, hold the bat yeah, with both and hands. plays third base, like or wherever he plays now. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I guess maybe if they don't have the guys to call up, or there's some roster construction mm-hmm. issues there where they don't want to send him down. But yeah, I don't know. That doesn't seem just, Manny Machado's hand, just like the Padres' record lately fractured.
1: Ooh, good one. Yeah, I do want to mention the Padres might be a little cursed. So uh, at some point last week, or could have been more than that, time is a construct, but the Padres uh, posted a Kershaw crying meme on their scoreboard. And, like, ever since then, the, like, San Diego's lost eight of their last ten after spending all that money, oh, after being just all so in. Oh,
2: so unfortunate and so sad. So, oh, man. <laughs> like the the world's smallest violin.
1: Oh, <laughs> um uh, what is the the Rockies and Padres have a pretty similar record right now. Like the Rockies are 19 and 25, Padres are 20 and 24. Like the Padres fans must be suffering right now.
2: Don't call it a comeback, Rockies. Don't. Do not call it a comeback.
1: Uh speaking of uh Padres or former Padres, our former NL West rival Eric Hosmer was DFA'd by the Cubs today.
2: It's so like It's so wild when you see guys that were just all, like at one point you're like, this is one of the best players in the entire MLB. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, nope, down, down, down with you.
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, his best years were in Kansas City. But yeah, uh, the Padres are still paying him. He still has three years and $39 million left on that contract that he signed with the Padres. Oh, wow. So, I mean, he's getting paid no matter what. He's
2: getting paid a lot. It's But that's like the same as, he's been better for us, but like Mike Mustakis. Yeah. really great royal mm-hmm. but he's not getting paid like we're not paying him a ton so yeah. it doesn't you know hurt when he hits 212 like yeah. it's, you know, it, uh, <laughs> as long as he hits a few bombs here and there and and looks scary looks like that jason giambi guy coming in the seventh or eighth inning yeah fine by me <laughs>
1: like low-key yes um yeah also the fact that if i mean listen he can do whatever as long as he's hitting homers against the team that's paying a salary which was hilarious yes earlier amazing. this week Loved that. But yeah, the Cubs made a lot of moves today. They made six moves today. So the DFAing in part was to make room to call up a former Rockies prospect, Mike Talkman.
2: A guy that I thought was our future. And, for then a he, while. and then he and then he ended up
1: with the Yankees. And then he
2: did the classic Rockies move where he goes somewhere else and is all of a sudden like starting for the Yankees in left <laughs> field. I was like, wait, <laughs> that can't be the same Mike Talkman. Like there's can't a lot be. of there's a lot of those same name guys in the MLB. Mm-hmm. I was like, this can't be the same dude, and sure enough, but now clearly he's playing in Iowa. That's not a I mean, now he's a cub, I guess. yeah. Again. yeah. but yeah, Mike Talkman was a guy that I really wish we wouldn't have, you know, missed out on. But some things just don't work out. You need a, you need a new scenery. You know, you know? what?
1: I'm happy for Mike Talkman because um, so Iowa Cubs broadcaster Alex Cohen pointed this out. Uh, Talkman grew up in the Chicago area. He grew up a Cubs fan. He went to a pre-draft workout at Wrigley and like really thought he was going to be drafted by the Cubs. So this is like a one that got away kind of situation. So he ended up getting taken by the Rockies instead. So 10 years later, he is finally making his way to Wrigley as a Major League Baseball player.
2: These are my favorite stories. Yeah. Like, when you, like, if I would have grown up to be an MLB player, obviously I would have played for anybody that pays my salary 100%. Mm-hmm. But, like, being a Rocky after, you know, going to Coors Field as a kid my whole life would be just the peak. And I'm sure it's even like, even in Wrigley, like, he was probably, no, he was probably in the MLB, obviously, by the time they won a World Series. But I bet you something inside him was like, yeah, That's yeah, Cubs, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good little homecoming. It's hometown team. Uh, Oh. Timothy Adams. It's nice to see the Rockies use their prospects to make some starts. I like chase Anderson, but it's nice to see homegrown talent. Yeah. Listen, I mean, you can't not, not start chase Anderson because we need all the starters we can get right now. We do have the luxury of being like, let's choose homegrown talent over a dude that we picked up on waivers. It's like, no, no, we need all of them.
2: (laughs) We need need them all. (laughs) You have an arm and you can throw. We need you.
1: I might be starting sometime this season.
2: (laughs) Hopefully not June 10th.
1: Hopefully not June 10th. You got
2: another job to do June 10th, but you can start the 11th.
1: On the 11th, maybe. Yeah, I would like a Sunday start. City Connect uniform. Oh, yeah. I would love that. It's a vibe. I look good in green. Those
2: uniforms, you look good in anything, Suze.
1: Thank you. Uh,
2: Those uniforms are so good. And people hate on them, and I just, I don't know.
1: I feel like it's one of the more divisive ones, because I think a lot of, you either love it, love it, love it, or you think it's the ugliest thing, and you're like, it looks like a license plate. Well, yeah, that's what they designed it after. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point of it. They're like, but it looks like the license plate. I'm like, okay, we're having a dead-end conversation here. Yeah. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, and then uh, this is a story that I loved um. Out in New Jersey, a former Negro League stadium, which has been abandoned for thirty years, is it uh, just got a makeover, and the New Jersey Jackals are going to uh, um, move there and call that their home stadium.
2: Oh, that's amazing! Which is I, so cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like abandoned buildings; mm-hmm. like I, they intrigue me. Yeah. And now, like a, full, a stadium for thirty years, like I wonder what just they are just like, yep, we're gonna just redo this entire stadium mm-hmm. and have a uh, the you said the Jackals what level the New Jersey is
1: Jackals so they're an independent team okay yeah the Frontier League okay which is weird I'm like what is this New Jersey Frontier looks like all East Coast teams yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what this means <laughs> but yeah that's uh, they're an independent <coughs> team
2: that's awesome I love I
1: um oh um Zach in the comments uh, Zach hated the City Connects at first and now he owns one. And he loves them. What a that's yes, character see? development right
2: there. There we go, Zach. That's huge. I'll, I will say, um, as a full uniform, I d- I don't love him as much. Me going to Coors Field and drinking beers and wearing one with like a pair of shorts of that I own, mm-hmm. I think it's a vibe. I I yeah. I don't know if I fully love like them wearing them in the pants, the green versus the white, etc. Yeah. But the actual just top as a jersey as a piece of clothing is heat.
1: The only complaint I hear, and I heard um, uh, some of the Reds media saying this in the press box uh, on Wednesday, but they were like, oh, like those jerseys, it's so hard to read the numbers from here just because of the way the white and the green splits. Uh, Okay, Not enough contrast on like the bottom half of the numbers. So I'm like, it is actually kind of hard to read the numbers on those jerseys. But other than that, they are great.
2: They're great, yeah. They're great. Absolutely great.
1: Listen, you like jerseys, you like merch, you like products? You like bobbleheads?
2: Love Foco. bobbleheads. Foco.
1: Foco's got it. Um uh, our friends at FOCO. They're the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. They've got a product line that's got apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and uh, some of the sickest bobbleheads around. Um, and listen, it's baseball season. You need some new gear. You want something fresh to wear to a Rockies game. They've got um, all kinds of apparel. They have a wicker hat that is, or a straw hat that is like such a freaking vibe.
2: I wore it, or I wear it at work occasionally. It's in my office. I am definitely wearing it June 10th. You have to wear it. Absolutely. June Absolutely. It'd be
1: weird if you didn't. Uh, but yeah, they've just got the absolute best gear. Uh, they've obviously hooked up our set with so many great, uh, so many great tchotchkes. But, yeah, they've got stuff for Colorado sports. They've got stuff for all the markets across the country. So if you're looking for a gift for someone who is in a different state or roots for a different team, they got you there, too. It's pretty cool. yeah, has got our back as Colorado sports fans. They have your back, too. You can get the best gear around by using the link in our description. And for all non-presale items, use promo code DNVR for 10% off. All right. I have no transition for this one. Backus and Shanker, if you are hurt, Backus and Shanker, they're there to help. Uh, they are absolutely winning for Colorado families. They are helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado, and they've been doing it for more than 25 years. And the best thing, it is free until they win money in your case. There's absolutely no fee to talk to someone. There is no fee until they win money for you. And they've done it a lot. Backus and Shanker has won more than a billion dollars for their clients across Colorado. And they've got neighborhood locations now all over the state, including Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They have the strength and power to win your case. They've got 30, more than 30 lawyers, more than 100 staff. So, Backus and Shanker here to help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. So, call them at 222 2222 all too lows. Just All two straight lows.
2: two lows through the, through the board. You love straight that.
1: Straight two lows. Uh, and find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. And you know it's a win for me? Uh, the fact that we get to partner with Fubo TV
2: Is an absolute dub.
1: Big fan of the product because you are getting the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. 140 and more live channels of sports, shows, movies. You can stream live TV from any of your devices and you can watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. And if you want to try it out, see how it works for you. They've got a free seven day trial, no contract, no cable, no hassle. Uh, And you're also getting a thousand hours of cloud DVR because who watches stuff when they actually air? If it's not a sporting event, I do not watch it when it airs.
2: Oh, absolutely! I don't watch
1: anything live. DVR is huge for me. Yeah,
2: you gotta, you can. I am a Fubo TV user as well, and you can just stack up that DVR. I even record games. So, yeah. like, if I go to it, I can rewatch it and super sicko move. See but, if you made it on TV. Uh, Yes, that, <laughs> that too. We can go with that. Also Normally, bad. if that happens, I get like 10 texts. It's happened once this year mm. at an AVS game. Oh, my And gosh. my phone was just blowing up. It's
1: hilarious. Yeah. Nothing better than getting on TV when you're at the game. No,
2: it, well, yeah. Depending upon my my mental state at the current oh. time.
1: There. Okay.
2: There's, yes. there's certain times <laughs> where I, I shouldn't be on TV for sure.
1: <laughs> um, I love it. Um, uh, listen, uh, yeah. Watch the nuggets. You can watch the abs. You can watch altitude sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up and get 15% off. That's Fubo TV. Um, all right, we have, we got to get through some of these great interviews we got. Um, I chatted with Coco Montez I chatted with him yesterday, actually. Um, He is crushing it down in Albuquerque right now. He's having such a great start to the season. I feel like he is due to get up here, you know? Are you a Coco Montez guy?
2: If your name's Coco, I'm in. (laughs) I'm absolutely in.
1: Um, uh, Patrick Lyons, big Coco Montez guy. He's been like, he's like a day one Coco fan.
2: Oh, okay.
1: But anyway, we all love Coco. He's just a delightful young man. But um, Tiff, are we ready to roll that interview? All right, here's uh, our conversation with Coco Montez. Joining the pod now is Coco Montez, one of our favorites here on the DNVR Rockies podcast. But Coco, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for having me on again.
1: Thank you for coming back. Yeah, we haven't talked to you in a bit. I mean, I saw you at spring training, but ever since then, it seems like you are having a great time in Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been fun. We've been playing some good baseball. Hopefully uh, we get a little winning streak going on here and get us back to 500. And work from there.
1: Um, You've been playing some really good baseball. I was looking at the numbers. You have had 21 multi-hit games this season. You are second for hits in general in all of the minor leagues with 56 hits. You are making contact and we are liking what we see. How are you feeling and what are you doing?
0: Uh, It's been good. I've been feeling good. i made some adjustments this offseason just like I do every year basically and it's going well so far and I'm excited to keep progressing and getting better throughout the year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, second season in Albuquerque, um, after, you know, doing a season down there, do you approach anything differently? You said you made adjustments, but what is different this time around?
0: Uh, just realizing, looking at all the numbers at the end of the year after last year, seeing how, what things maybe I could get better at and just working on them and making adjustments. I fixed something with my hands that helped a little bit with my, uh, Power numbers, exit velocity, uh, just understanding that i got to swing at strikes, take the balls, continue to get better at that so my strikeout rate can continue to go down and my walk rate can go up. Just trying to get on base, you know, help the team win games.
1: Yeah, we, we've been seeing a lot of that up here. So I like any time a guy's on base, we love that. Um, okay, so when we had you on the pod last season, you uh, we heard about your smoothie Chef masterness. um That's not a word, but anyway. um So you know, we know you've been making smoothies for guys. Are you still doing that this season? Because it seemed like there was something to it.
0: uh We still do it, but it's kind of a rotation now because it's about like four or five guys that usually take a smoothie every day. So I'll make it one day. Connor Kaiser will make it another day. Jimmy Heron another day. Tolia was making them uh, like once or twice. He gets a little lazy. He kind of just relies on us to make them, but. He's up in the big, so he's not in there anymore. And uh, Tommy Doyle actually joined yesterday, I think, or the day before he made one.
1: And oh, my gosh. It's been this good. Is
0: so good rotation, good. different uh, recipes. It's been nice.
1: Different recipes. Okay, I'm going to have to ask Tolia next time I see him about why he's so lazy with the smoothies. Is that weaponized <laughs> incompetence? <laughs> just I don't
0: know. I don't know. I think he just – expect he knows that i'm gonna make it or connor's gonna make it so he just sits there and doesn't say anything but me and connor kind of started calling him out like hey when are you gonna make one for us and oh. He got in there.
1: oh my gosh that's hysterical uh speaking of uh one of your teammates carl kaufman we're gonna see him up in colorado pretty soon well he's you know slated to make a start against the rangers on friday uh, give us a little scouting report on him uh
0: love carl great teammate Works his butt off. Uh, I've been with him since he got drafted. He came to Asheville when we were in low a. He didn't play because he was on a pitch limit, but I've been with him basically every year since then for at least parts of the year. And it's been fun to just watch him throw. Really good sinker when it's on and he's commanding it. He's really tough to hit. Slider, the ball just really moves both ways off the plate, in and out, and I think he's going to have a great start in uh, Texas on Friday.
1: That is fun. Give us the scouting report on him as a dude, because I don't even think I've even talked to Carl Kaufman yet.
0: He's a good dude. Quiet, nice guy, talks, just likes to make jokes, always laughing. Those are the type of people I try to keep myself around, guys that uh, are not too serious all the time. And he's one of the guys that I always am close to in the locker. room.
1: Coco, you need some good vibes. You just love having good vibes.
0: Always, always.
1: And we love that. Uh, Listen, enjoy the rest of your season. Good luck with it. uh, And keep on doing what you're doing. We're loving it.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again.
1: What a nice young man. Just a quality dude.
2: It's so weird, like, getting to the age that we are, where it's like, for me at least, like, Mm -hmm. thinking of players, especially AAA, AA, they're like, they are young. Like, they're not my idols anymore. Not not that way, but like, I'm older, like significantly older. It's than different the when you're like, older than them. Yes, him. you're getting. I'm getting to that point where like, ninety percent of athletes that are, you know, not, just extreme veteran, ten year veterans are like way younger than me. Yeah, I hate it.
1: It's kind of weird. I hate it here. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Um, uh, you know what I don't hate though? We got to talk about this. Uh, you were digging through Carl Kaufman's Twitter, and you had a tweet that you liked which I think is so funny. Yeah, Carl Kaufman, big Lions guy. Tiffany, do we have that tweet? Um what like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? Um
2: I don't I don't know if this is a self-made meme. It looks kind of photoshopped a little bit, but he tweeted just the native picture. So he may <laughs> maybe made this himself. <laughs> um, yeah, there oh, okay, there's yeah, the, le, he's drinking the Lions Kool-Aid. Uh, yeah, like much of America, but I will say <laughs> it's
1: just him. The
2: the sad part about like Lions fans they they finally are, have something to be excited about. So I'll let this one slide. What like, are
1: Lions fans excited about?
2: Like their team is actually relevant. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah. Th-
1: uh, this is news to me. Right, exactly. See that? <laughs> actually, that's know. how long they
2: haven't been relevant that they like had a chance to make the playoffs this year and that's like a thing where you would tweet a Chimpanzee drinking Gatorade. Of you know Ryan's what?
1: Colors. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him like, hey, why don't you tweet? And why is, is why is it that when you do tweet, it's so chaotic? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? He also
2: talked about uh, Rex Ryan have its teeth. I think that was one of his other tweets, That's that that, one that too. snowballs into a whole different uh, <laughs> thing that we won't get into. But um, yeah, it's 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 funny when you see these guys that like they. Go from, like, that, like, my Twitter in college was chaotic. I've had, I've canceled, I've deleted numerous, <laughs> numerous you, things. Are you danger um, of
1: getting canceled for the uh, stuff you y- tweeted in college? Yes.
2: Uh, even high school, like, my Facebook posts in high school are just absolutely appalling. <laughs> um, so, I know, but, like, and that's the thing. That's That all ties into the fact of, like, where we are as adults. I say that for myself as a very loose yeah. term. But, like, 21, 22-year-olds... <laughs> They're professional athletes, but they still have the mind of a 21 or 22 year old.
1: I was going to say, too, I'm like, if you're under 25, you don't even have a fully formed frontal lobe. Right. Which is everything. Exactly. (laughs) You're still a kid to me if you're below 25. Yeah,
2: you got to ask him about his Twitter account. It's extremely chaotic. I
1: definitely will. Oh, my. I mean, my, my Twitter actually has not changed at all since I was like. 20 no my because i'm so i mean i still tweet like so much random stuff
2: yeah my twitter (laughs) it's
1: not okay my
2: twitter and amount of tweets is directly related to the amount of alcohol i have (laughs) generally speaking
1: oh i don't need alcohol to tweet the weirdest things you've (laughs) ever seen that's just
2: sue's on life
1: unfortunately i'm just my brain is broken uh you know it's not broken Kyle Freeland, Brett, and Doyle both having incredible games on their birthdays. We didn't get a chance to, like, really get into this too much because that was also the day of the brawl.
2: The brawl. The
1: brawl, which we will talk about very shortly. But Kyle Freeland, Bretton Doyle both had incredible uh, games on their birthdays. And we talked to both of them about it after the game. So, Tiff, can we roll that? All right. Here is what we talked about um, the previous Sunday. I don't know if you noticed, but, you know, you got a homer on your birthday, Kyle Freeland got the win, also his birthday, yeah. did you notice that? What do you think of that? Yeah, it's
2: huge. Uh, great day for the birthday boys, no doubt, um, yeah, we're, we're probably going to celebrate tonight, so it's, it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's not right if you don't homer on your birthday, so it, it was awesome for him to get his first Coors Field homer, um, almost had a second one there, um, but, you know, happy for him, happy birthday to him, and you know, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. <laughs> birthday boys the birthday boys you know who's having a great day on their birthday too and just killing the show our girl tiff
1: tiffany happy birthday to tiffany yes (laughs) (laughs) you are crushing it on your birthday um i expect you to um win your game as a pitcher and to hit a home run Thank you. (laughs) That's all we're asking. That's it. No, you are crushing it. This is a home run. This whole whole show. One home run my entire softball career. So that works. Hey, that's more than me. (laughs) I had no power. (laughs) No power and no speed. I was afraid of the ball. (laughs) I was the catcher, and I was afraid of the ball. Oh, that
2: sounds... I
1: think that kind of helped, though, because, like, you have so much padding, so that made me a little less afraid. Oh, okay. And also, I'm the only one who knows what's going on in any given scenario.
2: Yes, that is true. Yeah. You had the power.
1: (laughs) I had the power. Um, uh, All right. Let's get... let's, Let's talk a little bit more about Sunday. Sunday was, like, the most eventful day in Rocky's history. Well, like, this year, at least. But the brawl... I need to know your thoughts on the bra because I know you got hot takes. Okay,
2: hot. My, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a hot take, but I personally think emotion and things like this happening are they're they're trying to like clean it up in sports. Certain certain mm-hmm. sports are going like the NFL is like allowing more s- touchdown celebrations and emotion there and and uh, passion, if you will, from mm-hmm. players. Other sports kind of like try to take this down, but to me, there's nothing better than a guy getting emotional, and especially, like, I'm going to say this, a front-runner like Bryce Harper, Mm -hmm. Uh, just a guy that, you know, all he does is, like, played in one playoff series for, like, four different years in his career. (laughs) Then he leaves the Nationals. Then they win a World Series. Now he's on the Phillies, like, they have this miraculous run. Like I won't talk shit about the Phillies because you're a Phillies fan. Because you
1: know that and it's not going to be a good scene. Correct. But I've also picked a side on this fight already. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And
2: like you can tell, it's always awkward when clearly Harper was the more emotional one. Like Bird was doing what he de- does, but like yeah. he was like taken back by how Harper reacted to him. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's you know when both guys are going at it, like you're charging the mound, the pitcher's in, like he's yeah. throwing at you or whatever he's doing. That makes it a little more fun but bird was almost like taken back and couldn't react in a proper way yeah and then said he gets he found out he got ejected in the dugout yeah (laughs) like if you're gonna get ejected do it throwing a punch or do it like on the field yeah like this emotion though is i don't like bryce harper but Mm -hmm. that was like that's cool for sports that's good for sports yeah and you know the bat flipping all that stuff i love it and i do think batters have a little bit of an edge on that where Mm -hmm they get to do whatever they want when they hit a home run. Mm -hmm. But, like, if a pitcher strikes them out and then starts going crazy, they have that, like, annoyed look or feel, and then they're pissed off the next time. So I think batters have it a little different than pitchers right now. But Mm -hmm. Jake Bird, you know, showing emotion from him, great you're going to get to Harper. That's even it's better. The
1: only time we see any emotion from him is after he has thrown a good inning.
2: Right. And I he's
1: very subdued outside of just that that those couple of seconds after a good inning from him. Yeah. Like one of my <laughs> one
2: of my favorite pitchers is Max Scherzer because he's a complete lunatic. Oh,
1: he's crazy. Yeah, and I
2: love that. <laughs> he's like yelling at himself on the mound. He's talking out loud as he's in his windup. Mm-hmm. We baseball and sports in general need more guys like that. Yes, Like it's great to have the humble. Superstars like we have one here in Denver, Nicole Jokic, that doesn't really talk about himself, but it's also great to have guys like Harper or Bird, I guess, in the situation where he Mm -hmm. just gets hyped up. Yeah. Like you just made a great, you know, like the Rockies had lost the first two games, Mm -hmm. needed a win, like go after him. Fuck yeah. Like
1: also, I feel like it was like an emotional weekend too, because it's like the day before, like you watched your teammate that you've known for years fracture his skull. That was such a scary moment. Oh yeah, you know that was the day before. So like, yeah, you're gonna be excited to strike out a dude on that team.
2: Yeah, and Bryce Harper's comment, um, you know, uh, he's not entirely wrong, but the the this is where I've always been is is the Rockies organization as a front office and historic career a loser organization. Yeah, that could be argued. I don't want to say it. Like, I don't necessarily believe that. But the players individually have nothing to do with... Yeah. Individually have nothing to do with that. As a group, they do. But, like, that was a 1v1 scenario. Yeah. And then he went... Like, if I was one of the Rockies, I would have lost my shit.
0: Yeah.
1: If I was,
2: like, I heard him say that, I would have just ran straight after him.
1: Well, also, the irony of this, too, I don't know if you know this, but the Phillies franchise record... Has been under 500 for 101 years. They will never. They will literally always be a literal losing organization.
2: Yeah, he's a prisoner of the moment, and the fact that they played in the World Series and lost it. Sorry, um, <laughs> but the like, I don't know, Harper. If if you're somebody that has won multiple World Series, like. Talk your shit, yeah. But Bryce Harper's not necessarily in the position to say something like that mm-hmm. to an organization that's seemingly had just about as much playoff success in the last ten to fifteen years as he has since he's come to the league. Yeah. So
1: it's uh, it was a little much. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, uh during the conversation that we had with Jake Bird after that brawl after Sunday's game, this was like the immediate like that first conversation we had with him in the clubhouse, um. Uh, Thomas Harding asked him like, you know, what was going through his head kind of when Bryce Harper came charging at him. One of the biggest stars in the game comes charging at you at a game. Like, dude, what were you thinking in this, in this moment where this was happening? Like, what was your reaction? So anyway, um, uh, loved his response. Cause also like, there's a hilarious shrug in it where he's just like, eh. Anyway, why don't I just show the video? Tiffany, can we play it? Yeah, let's go. <laughs>
0: You see the dude kind of coming at you as Bryce Harper, one of the top stars in the game and everything you hear. Didn't seem like that really mattered to you. If if somebody challenges you, you're not going to back down, right? I, mean, I don't really have a, a whole lot to say there. I, I mean, he's a great player. He plays with emotion. I, I love how he plays There's with emotion. <laughs> and, uh, he's a player I look up to. So. Obviously... In the future, I hope I get compete against him. Ahead, guys. Similar, Like, he's a
1: great player. He's Like, imagine looking up to a dude and, like, he's trying to fight you at work. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can't say that hasn't happened, actually, in my life. But
1: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, but,
2: yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't, res- not saying I don't respect Harper in as a player or person, but if you're going to play with fire and emotion... Don't get butt hurt when somebody has fire and emotion towards you. Yeah, that's that's just a double standard. Yeah, like if you it want, totally it,
1: is that's a really good point. If
2: you want to be controlled and be calm and be cool, and then somebody gets you know fired up after striking you out or doing whatever, mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, dude. And that's how I I feel like roles reversed. That's how Jake Bird kind of felt. He's like. What is what? Like, and that's what makes it not as fun. I think in this, in general, like yeah. Harper made the news, but it would have been really funny if Jake just decided, like, something just clicked when Harper <laughs> said something. He's like, all right, fuck it, go time.
1: Next time, I'm like, yeah, next time. I just want Jake Bird to just like punch Bryce Harper in the face.
2: That would be well, not to they, The point of
1: injury. We've
2: already played them <laughs> so as yeah, much it as won't we, ha- yeah. It won't happen. It won't, it won't happen, happen, happen this, this, this season. Damn, we needed a re- we need a rematch.
1: I mean. <laughs> The wild card? Yeah. Rockies are, I think, like two and a half You heard it it here
2: first. (laughs) You heard it here first. Rockies wild card. That
1: would be insane. That's, like, why I would be rooting for that now. I mean, of course, I'd be rooting for it anyway, but... Oh, yeah. I'm like, ooh, a little extra sauce on it. Let's go. Bryce
2: Harper striking out in the last inning to let the Rockies advance.
1: That would be. Oh, that would give writing, me
2: life. We
1: are writing some incredible Rockies fan fiction right now. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Rockies nonfiction. We're gonna preview this Texas series real fast before we let y'all go. But Texas currently leading the AL West. They are playing 600 ball. They are 26 and 17. They're two games ahead of Houston. That is, I, I mean, I love that for them because I mean, we've got some old friends on that team. I want good things for John Gray. You know.
2: Yeah, except tonight and tomorrow.
1: Except tonight and tomorrow. They can win the rest of the season. Let us just, like, have these three games. But, yeah, it's uh, Kaufman versus Martin Perez on the mound. Perez has a 4.25 ERA. He's got four wins, one loss, 31 strikeouts. Saturday. Saturday is going to be the juicy game. It's Kyle Freeland versus John Gray. Two old teammates facing each other. Uh, I cannot wait to see that. That is must-see baseball right there. And then Sunday, Connor Siebold versus Andrew Heaney. Um, and yeah, Patrick and I will be back Sunday post game to talk about everything that's happened this weekend. In the meantime, you got to head to the dnvr.com. Patrick wrote a fantastic article about Kaufman and all these guys who have been called up so recently. So definitely check that out, because uh, he always does a great job with it. But yeah, Rockies Takeover, June 10th. It will not interfere with NBA Finals. That is huge.
2: That is big time. So
1: don't worry about buying tickets for it, thinking you might miss a game that you want to see, because you will be fine. It'll be a really, really fun day.
2: I can't I'm super wait. Super stoked. Love me day game. And it's a Saturday day game. It's so Saturday it's like day you don't have the scaries after it's over. You just like, say, <laughs> oh, tomorrow's, I can get the scaries tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you can push those scaries to Sunday. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, buy those tickets now. Also, you know, come on to the bar Saturday, Nuggets, Lakers. Bar's gonna be popping. Get here early.
2: Cannot wait.
1: Can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. It's
2: gonna be a blast tomorrow and Monday. the The home games are pretty lit, but the away games are like extremely. They're lit extra. Because yeah. I
1: mean, I've, I've said this before. I'm like, if you're not watching at Ball Arena, you got to watch here.
2: 100. percent
1: No Lakers fans allowed.
2: No. <laughs> you will have to take your jersey off or your paraphernalia at the door.
1: If you're a Lakers fan, just go to any other bar. Yeah. We don't need you.
2: No, we don't want you here.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, dude, Spencer, thank you for co-hosting with me. This Always. was fun. Friday
2: show with Suze is my it gives me life going into the weekend.
1: Oh, I love it. Um, doing anything fun this weekend? Just nuggets?
2: Just here. Um, yeah that's I'm pretty that's pretty much it watching golf because that's what I do
1: I love that for you this Rockies game is probably starting right now so let's close it out Spencer where can we follow you on social media
2: at big drive Spence right there bd Spence
1: bd Spence (laughs) um uh, Tiffany do you want to shout out your social media the birthday girl um yeah sure I can it's Tiffany underscore Tano at uh Twitter I love that happy birthday go on Twitter and wish her happy birthday or else you're a Bad fan of the show. Thanks, guys. Uh, you can follow all of the latest Rockies news all weekend at dnvr underscore Rockies. You can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Spencer, you know what we say about me closing out a show?
2: I think it's you don't know how to do it.
1: You know what? It's the same as how I host a show. It's um, uh, I don't know how to do it. It's very chaotic. But anyway, uh, Patrick and I will be back on Sunday post game to break down this series. Until then, have a great weekend, guys. <laughs> All right.